Uh, looking at the matchups here, I guess we can get in and start to break it down a little bit. Uh, I'll go over my matchup here. Uh, Mary had a little. <laughs> Mary had a little. CD Lamb was able to squeak out a win here against the Goodfellas. Yeah, geez. And uh, you know, another low scoring week for me. Um, I got some really actually bad performances from some key players like Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers coming back from COVID. Maybe that had something to do with it. Jacoby Brissett, who thank God I had to bench because I think he was projected twenty. And uh, Sean, you had mentioned and Calman. Both said, you know, he's probably going to come way under that twenty mark. And uh, if I have him in there, yeah, I, I don't, I probably still win, but it's a much closer margin. I got lucky that Jeff Stone's quarterback somehow underperformed mine, and that's what really gave me the win here. So happy to to get the win when I can. Yeah, bad don't, week for quarterbacks. Yeah, a yeah. bad QB performance. <laughs> Sean wouldn't know anything about that with Tom Brady and Dak Prescott, who just beat up. <laughs> The Atlanta Falcons. Did I tell you guys I was at AT&T Stadium coming live? Did I mention that? Coming live from AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas, watching the Cowboys destroy the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, but big games from him. and Very uh, jealous. Yeah, big game from Zeke, too. And uh, you know a lot of the starters didn't even play the fourth quarter. Some didn't even play the second half. So uh, big things from Sean. Sean gets back to 500 against Wideout University. Wideout University. Uh, playoff hopes are kind of ticking away here, so it's going to be a big week for him. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, Sean called it. The week was going to catch up to him, and it finally did. The Hobbits were able to win in convincing fashion. Uh, pretty pretty poor performance from, from Super Mario Sunshine. Odell Beckham, just the Rams, did not pan out this week. Brandon Iuk really didn't do a whole lot in his game. And, uh, you know, his best performance, I guess, came from his quarterbacks, but it just wasn't enough to make up for the skill positions that kind of tanked him. So uh, Russell Gage, 0 for 3. If you had any Atlanta Falcons on your team this week, you probably lost, um, unless you're Calvin with Kyle Pitts. Uh, we had uh, – and that brings me to your team, Calvin. Calvin, back in the win column here, getting the 500 after what's been an up-and-down season up against C. McCarry me. And uh, yeah, Jared Goff, just um, we'll call it how it is, trash. Yeah, <laughs> uh, garbage performance by Jared Goff. And then he also had uh, Mike White, who somehow got two points. <laughs> <laughs> With four receptions. <laughs> Threw the ball 44 times. And somehow, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reason Joe Flacco is starting this week. The Mike White train was fun to ride for a little while, but you knew that uh, – he was going to come back down to earth at some point. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens after this year. I mean, he's proven that he can have good games, but that's what happens when teams get tape on you, and then it's usually all downhill from there. Yeah, Pat Mahomes scored 40 points more than both of C. McCary, me, number one daddy. <laughs> Albert Lee's team, whatever it was last week. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is with the name change, Albie? Like, come on, man. We need to have him back on. So I we think they were the replacements. That. Yeah, that oh man, that was such a better name. <laughs> you know, he does have Christian McCaffrey. So while I, I don't like the name change because it confuses me, I'll give you I'll give you the pass because you do have Christian McCaffrey, and that's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, daddy. And then our man for. Dill, he's not our little boy anymore. He's our little man. Was able to get a win and avoid elimination, going to three and seven. Playoff chances are slim, but uh, you know he's got a chance here. Impressive performance, and maybe things will start to turn around for him. Negative point thirty two points. 
<laughs> like I said, if you had the Falcons, you probably lost this week. Yeah, Matt Ryan with three or two interceptions. I'm sorry. And oh uh, just awful, awful game. Negative four. Matt McCoy. Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Colt McCoy. <laughs> Oh my God! I've never seen TJ Hawkinson with zero. Oh my God! Donovan Peoples Jones with two. I'm sorry to beat up on you here, poverty, but uh, man, it was not your week. <laughs> I have nothing redeeming to say other than Najee Harris is a legit running back number one. If this was a keeper league, you'd have some hope. Unfortunately, you're not probably going to make the playoffs, and you're going to lose him. So. Um, Got a combined negative .14 from his QBs. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Sean, we could not have picked a better game of the week than Taylor made going up against the New Jersey football team. Very close game going into yeah, it. Um, by far. What was the difference? I think Brandon was up seven with Cooper Cup going up against Debo. Yeah. Uh, and Debo, man, 27 points. Brandon well, almost Cup got him have on a the bad final game drive. Either. Yeah, Cup put up 17 and still lost. You know, um, yeah. he didn't have a touchdown. You know, a touchdown puts him over, or even that last drive. You know, he came really close, but just a brutal way game. to lose, especially for Brandon, because this is a week where he had some really good performances, and you hate to have them go to go to waste. You know, Melvin Ingram with 18 points, Antonio Gibson with 20 points, Le'Veon Bell uh, got cut this week, so unfortunately, he's gonna have to find a replacement for. For him, and I mean, he's got, um, you know, he's got Damien Harris, Mixon, so it shouldn't be too difficult for him. He was more of a fill-in anyway. Yeah. But uh, Mason Rudolph, uh, again, more of a fill-in player. So he kind of got what he needed, um, you know, from his team. Just, man, just close game. But that's how fantasy football goes. And New Jersey football team is able to stay in the playoff picture here with that win. So, um, again, as we uh, mentioned, good job to Christian Castle. Um, looking at the awards this week, Christian Castle, again, winning best manager. He set the perfect possible lineup. So awesome job to you. Super Mario Sunshine set up the worst lineup. He actually had potential to win the game if he uh, set his lineup correctly. So, um, you know, unfortunately you hate to see it. The biggest blowout this week goes to the Dallas Cowboys, uh, <laughs> uh in the league, uh, it goes to big chunky Ben. Um, narrow victory goes to Christian Castle in that Monday night thriller. Calman back on top with highest scorer. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to beat up on get strapped anymore, so I'll I'll skip the lowest scorer for this week. Um, overachiever <laughs> Calman uh, sleeper said that you overachieved by a whole two percent, <laughs> and the good fellas are the underachiever below expectation oh with fifty two percent. He was projected oh one twenty five and scored fifty nine. So. Uh, I got real lucky this week. <laughs> I was playing him. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So uh, I guess we'll go over the power rankings. The Hobbits back in the first place here with a strong week. Um, I won but dropped just because I, you know, two low scoring performances. I could have easily lost the last two weeks, but I've gotten lucky with my scheduled matchups. Uh, Sean has climbed his way into the top three. So awesome job. As the Cowboys go, so does Sean. He's got a very nice matchup this week with uh, going up against the Chiefs, which we'll get to. Super Mario Sunshine, the loss puts him at four. Christian Castle up to five. Cowman, who was in the basement, is now up to sixth. Brandon drops three spots. I think he was our biggest dropper this week with the close loss. Uh, Albert Lou dropping two spots. Big Chunky Ben moves up to ninth. 
And then uh, Wideout University in 10, Poverty Franchise in 11, and Jeff Stone in 12. I love the caption. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> I just hope Jeff can win another game. Playoffs. playoffs. Talk to me about the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> so uh, with that, things are kind of getting down to the wire here, guys, in this uh, this EFFL was, league. This is the uh, last week of uh interdivisional games coming up and then uh from then on it's just divisional matchups for the last three weeks so i guess looking at the standings a little bit uh who we feel pretty good about and who we uh you know are are probably out or on the bubble uh i guess if we go break down the east it's really anybody's game because again keep in Mm -hmm. mind every division has division games so a lot of people control their own destiny uh, so, Sean, your division, obviously, you're still very much in it. Christian Castle still very much in it. Goodfellas, uh, I don't think, is out of elimination yet, but needs a lot of help and basically needs to win out. And the Hobbits yeah. have a game lead. So, uh, you know, the East, up for grabs. The Central is, you know, I'm up um, two games, which is nice. But, again, we have division games coming up. Calman seems to have his team. You know, they're they're riding a high. Brandon has been a tough matchup every week. And then, you know, Fidel, again, just barely on the cusp. I mean, he needs a lot of help this week to, to be able to get in and uh, needs to win out. It's going to be very tough. Uh, and then the West, kind of the same thing. Super Mario Sunshine has the first playoff spot locked up at 8-2. and two. He's got a two-game lead. That division, not quite as close as some of the other ones. You know, you have Albert, who is definitely in striking range for one of those wild card spots. Maybe even the division game, you know, winner could be. And then um, Whiteout University at four and six is going to be tough, and Poverty Franchise at three and seven going to be nearly impossible in that division. But um, you know, we'll see. You know what can happen. So yeah, I, it's still a lot of playoff spots uh, to be had here. And uh, are there any teams that are rallied late that you know you guys wouldn't want to see on your schedule, or you wouldn't want to meet in the playoffs? Um, I'm going to say Fifi because if you're looking at his points for, I mean he's he's pretty up there with everyone else. And I know he's kind of out of it right now, um, but I feel like he has really benefited or not benefited from having a tough schedule. If you look at that point total against, he is definitely uh, one of the higher teams there. Um, so if he's facing some other, other, you know, weaker teams heading into these uh, divisional matchups, uh, I think he has a shot to, uh, to get up there. And I think he has a really strong team if he, somehow manages to, to come all the way back and, and get a playoff spot. So uh, probably Fifi, I think. Definitely agree with that. Fidel could definitely, even if he doesn't make the playoffs, I feel he could definitely play spoiler in that division. Um, he's, he's fifth in points in the league and, you know, with tied for the worst record in the league. Um, so I definitely think he's underrated, and I, I continue to beat that drum every week. Um, I think Kalman's team actually could, could uh, if, if Mahomes is actually back, could definitely be a team I wouldn't want to meet in in the wild card or the playoffs. Um, I feel like there's like three tiers right now of teams. I feel like there's U Dakota, uh, John Liu, Super Mario Sunshine, and the Hobbits that I feel, and, and I guess you could say Albert, that are it, it would take a pretty decent collapse to not make it. Um, and then I feel there's like a bunch of mid-teams that are fighting for those last few spots. It's like me, Kalman, New Jersey football team, Taylor Maid. Um, and then why not university, I guess. And then I feel like poverty franchise, big chunky Ben and, and the good fellows are the bottom tier that they need to win out and they need help if they want any shot. 
Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, I, I'm not in love with my schedule. Uh, having to go up against Brandon again, going up against Kalman, who again is a coin flip, it seems, but he's been more so positive than negative as of late. And then potential spoiler with Fadil, who puts up a lot of points every week. So, you know, I feel I like the, the two game lead. I feel a lot better if it was a three game lead. I'm, you know, Brandon helped me out this week for sure. Uh, going down and uh, guys, I have some breaking news here. Oh, breaking news. As we're recording, I'm getting word that a trade has been accepted, a two way trade. Let me get the details here. We're getting them here now. So John Liu receives Matt Ryan, Keenan Allen, and Calvin Ridley for Terry McLaren and Mac Jones, and he's sending them to get strapped. Interesting. Whoa, boys! That's that's the biggest this is trade a dramatically. By far this season. Yeah, this is a big trade. So let's evaluate this here. John Liu uh, upgrading, I would say, at the quarterback position. Maybe even at the wide receiver. Well, the wide receiver position. I wonder what. So this is a. I think this uh, is get strapped and really needs a QB, right? They have Matt Ryan, <laughs> they have Justin Fields. I think they they wanted to upgrade because um, they're sick of Matt Ryan, so they they wanted Mac Jones. I feel Allen and McLaurin are kind of a lateral move, and Ridley is. Um, that's a shot in the dark that he even plays this season. I think John Lou is banking on Ridley coming back, like sh- that outside chance that would really help him, you know, put his team in championship title game contention. Um, and then I, I guess he just likes Allen better than McLaurin. Uh, it's a uh, it's a bold uh, bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it works out for him. Boy, the one thing this league does not lack, and it is drama. So uh, how about this? A trade going through on a Thursday night while Mac Jones is playing and Matt Ryan. Do, do they even know that they've been traded? Well, so both of them were benched, so that's why the trade went through. Because um, John Lee already has Hurts and, and uh, Lamar, so he didn't need Mac Jones. And then uh, Alexander... He was sick of Matt Ryan from last week with the <laughs> negative point three two, so he was just trying to get rid of him. Yeah, he, 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 I, I tried to make a move for Jones, and my trade was so much better than this. What was your saying. trade? Leak uh, it. I was I was giving up. Uh, I believe it was DK Metcalf and I think Devonte Smith, if I remember correctly. Wow, for Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah, wow. I'm surprised he didn't Ooh. take that. Yeah, he wanted like a couple other players, I think, uh, and, and a quarterback, and I wasn't willing to do it. Oh, wow. He's so. got a little greedy, huh? Yeah, jeez, yeah, take what you greedy. can get. That's a great trade. Jesus. Yeah. That was a I mean, very fair. I mean, I'm, I'm for my sake in the playoffs, I'm glad. Always fun. I quarterback bad. So, but yeah. hey, guess, uh, you know, he got what he wanted in the end. Well, I would say you won that non-trade, if that's a thing. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, your yeah. team's definitely been up, and Devontae Smith is now kind of, you know, establishing Coming himself on. as yeah. a fantasy option legitimately. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, wow, what a trade. Well, you know, you can't say John Lou is not bold, and uh, Fortune favors the bold. You know, the Elijah Mitchell pickup early, basically using all of his free agent budget, and now, you know, a shot in the dark at Calvin Ridley. Maybe he knows something that we don't. Yeah, I guess we'll see. 
So, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt there, but we had some breaking news. And uh, like I was saying, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in love with my schedule. I think we have a tough schedule. And, Sean, I think, uh, I think you're going to have a tough schedule coming up, too, with the Hobbits and the football yeah. team. And uh, it's, uh, it's going to be close. It is going to be very, very close. Um, like I said, I got some help with Brandon losing this week, so that was good. And then, uh, unfortunately uh, for you, Sean, you know, that close Monday night game, I'm sure you would have loved to see Brandon win. And, uh, you know, yeah. keep Christian a game behind for another week. It's tough. So. It's tough. If I don't win the division, though, I guess it does help me in the wild card race because I have the head-to-head versus Brandon. So I was fine with either, I guess, or in that result. I just got to gotta win my games and, you know, do what I can to control my own destiny. Yeah, another interesting um, thing here is that both uh, Sean and the Hobbits have – pretty much all their budgets left as well. Um, so if we see some injuries later on in the season, I mean, they're going to have really first dibs on uh, on who's available just because they could really outbid anybody for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that could definitely come in handy. Playoff time for sure. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess with that we'll get into the matchups for this week a little bit. Uh, as always, I'll go down the list as they appear on my screen. So the first matchup I have is Mary had a little CD Lamb going up against Albert Lou C McCarry me number one daddy. Um, again, we're able to cheat a little bit here. <laughs> oh wait, we have we have we have a breaking news interview live with. Alexander Real of Gets Draft, who just made that trade. Alexander. Oh, great. this is great, Alexander. Hey, Alexander, are you there? Here, let me get a. Uh... Here we go. Hello, it's great to be on here. Alexander, we're great that you were able to call in here. We were just discussing the breaking news in the league, uh, the two-way trade that just went through, and uh, we're trying to break it down here and get into your head. You know, what were you thinking? What was your thought process here? So I was uh, I was actually playing PlayStation with John right now, and we we're just talking about our teams. And I was talking about how bad mine was, and he was he noticed how I didn't I needed a quarterback, so he offered me Mac Jones for uh, Keenan Allen, and I was and uh, Ayuk. Well, he would include Ayuk, and I was like Ayuk's kind of just meh, so I'll get McLaurin in there. And I just included Matt Ryan, who's been like he started off good, but he's been he's been decreasing. So I needed something to switch up my team. So I just had to make a move. And Ridley, he's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you swindled John Lou? Um, I don't know if I'd say all that. I think uh, I can't I'm really trying to get a hot bite here. <laughs> 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 Who do you think won the trade? I, yeah. I would, I would take Scary Terry and Mac Jones. I think you did slightly, actually. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I, like you said, Calvin Ridley's not playing, so he's useless currently. Uh, Keenan Allen's good, but I think Mac Jones is significantly. Uh, I feel better with him than Matt Ryan. So, um, yeah, I, I would say I was in favor of of your your version of this, but I mean, we'll see how it plays out. My next question was going to be how much deliberation was, was between here. And it seems like it was a pretty quick trade here. Yeah. I'd say it took like five minutes. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Deadline deals. huh? Do you feel like this is the final, you know, piece that you were missing to maybe make a run at the playoffs? 
Uh, I didn't even know I still had a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, but you're not eliminated yet. You, you need to win out, and you need some help. But um, Mac Attack, he, he's he, he's looking like the real deal. So I'm really hoping he can lead my team. And Taylor Heineke, you just got to keep feeding Scary Terry. Well, yeah. nobody can say that you do not want to win or that you are not a fierce competitor because you made a trade and didn't even know you were able to still get in the playoffs. So just the fact that you do not <laughs> want to go down without a fight, I love it. I love it. I love the trade, too, for you. I think you did. Uh, I, I would say you won the trade, but I guess time will tell. But, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess we'll see as the weeks continue. Hey, Alexander, how does it feel to have the league's second most controversial trade this year? It feels great to uh, make make some noise and uh, shake up the league a little bit. What was the most controversial? Uh, it was a trade involving uh, Henry Muggs and Jameis Winston. <laughs> uh, I think whoever post, got uh, legal issues, whoever got Jameis Winston, absolutely won that trade. He's a much better mascot. <laughs> but Calman does. <laughs> Cowman's next move will be picking up Zach Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Alexander, anything else you want to say to the league? Um, put all your bad guys in when you're playing Poverty Franchise and help me out. Oh, well, there you have it. <laughs> Play your bad players. Thank you so much, Alexander. Thank you and, for having uh, me on here. Absolutely. All right. This has been an eventful episode. This is an eventful episode. We have a lot to cover here. This is uh, maybe we'll get some more breaking news. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Oh boy, who knows what's conspiring behind the scenes of the EFFL? You know, you can't get this drama anywhere else, folks. So uh, I guess with that, unless we have anything else break, uh, you know, coming up, we'll uh, we'll we'll go back into the matchups here uh, for this week. So again, I'm going up against um, the number one daddy. Or so I'm told. Um, I don't like I don't like the matchup this week. I, I really don't. Um, I'm without a quarterback. Zach Wilson is still out. I had to drop him for a few weeks just with him out. He was taking up you know, uh, you know, basically expensive roster space. You, you can't. I mean, the, the the bench is so low. You just can't afford to carry him. And I not taking Kareem off the IR, and he's still on there. And uh, you know, my bench right now I would say is unreliable. Um, Robbie Anderson is touchdown relying. AJ Green has been good, but he's been touchdown relying as of late. So I'm not starting a quarterback this week. And I am projecting 112 to the 130. And, you know, I'd, I'd probably say that. I'd probably say this would be a loss for me. I mean, you never know. The things that I do have on my side is the Cowboys are going to be in a shootout against a very bad Kansas City Chiefs defense. I think CeeDee Lamb could exceed that 14. I think Michael Gallup could exceed that eight. He had a very nice game back last week after being injured. Um, Mark Gizeki dropped the donut last week. I could see a bounce back game for him against the Jets. Maybe he gets in the 15-16 area. Tony Pollard, maybe Dallas gets up late and you know they run a balanced attack. And we see a lot of Tony Pollard. He's coming off a very good game. Um, so, you know, I think I have hope, uh, but I would still probably say I'm most likely gonna lose this game. Yeah, looking at the teams, I think that the quarterback spot here might be your downfall. Um, you know, obviously Joe Burrow having a pretty good season. 
Uh, I think the big X factor here, though, is Supercam coming back to Charlotte. It's his mm-hmm. first game back with the Panthers. He's probably going to be starting. Uh, I think that he is going to energize that offense. And I think he's going to have a huge game. And I think that's going to help uh, Christian McCaffrey as well. So uh, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards uh, number one uh, daddy. <laughs> Whatever I think of number one daddy, I think of uh, <laughs> Jerry Jones calling Dak Prescott a war daddy or, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dak Prescott. He's the war daddy. <laughs> on a regular week, I think Dakota you win this easily, but uh, you, you're missing Stafford. He's an MVP candidate in the FFL, and then I don't know if Kamara is even playing this week. He didn't practice today. Um, that definitely is a big loss. I will give the slight edge to Albert here. I wouldn't say you get blown out, but I do think this game favors. See Cat McCarry me number one day. <laughs> Please change the name. This is the worst one yet. Next up on my list here, we have the Trash Pandas going up against the Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, this this should be a good matchup, I think. For for um, you know, Super Mario okay. Sunshine is playing for playoff seating. Sean is fighting for a division lead and a playoff spot. Um. Again, uh, the Cowboys going up against the Chiefs. You got Dak Prescott. You got Zeke. You got Cooper. I like the matchup here. I actually think looking at the stats, they're probably about right. I think Dak could definitely get in the 30s this week. Um, I think Zeke could maybe get in the 20s. Maybe. I think Cooper, I think he's probably about right at 13. Um, dep- I mean, kind of depends. You know, if Coop scores, he's always going to be that kind of like uh, – um, the word I'm looking for, uh, you know, just um, he's going to get receptions, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, versus, you know, I, I so I would say, Sean, that's what you have going for here. Looking at, so maybe you get a few more points out of there because again, Sleeper does not have this as a blowout. It has Super Mario Sunshine winning 135 to 129. You know, he's got AJ Dillon who has turned into a legitimate running back, it seems, when he gets opportunities coming off a big week. But luckily, you missed him last week with 25 points. Will he continue that? I don't know. He's got Jamar Chase going up against Las Vegas. That defense just got torched by Patrick Mahomes. So, uh, again, I would say that's pretty favorable. And, I mean, he is just a deep touchdown beast. Uh, He's got Dallas Goddard going up against New Orleans. Uh, Jalen Hurts going up against New Orleans. I don't know what type of team New Orleans is. I don't know if they're good or they're bad because they seem to be so weak to weak. Um so I, you know, I, I would say, looking at his X factors versus yours, I like yours better. I actually like you to upset this week. I think we see an underperformance here from Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you here. Um, you know, we've been talking about the downfall of Super Mario Sunshine now for like months, and I feel like it's going to continue this week. Um, you know, obviously, I do like uh, Lamar Jackson against Chicago. Um, I actually like Jalen Hurts a lot against um, New Orleans as well. I think he's been showing a lot of improvement. Um, but I just don't think it's going to be enough this week. I feel like Dak, Dak is either going to get a ton of points or you know Zeke's going to score like three touchdowns. Um, you're going to get a lot of output, I think, from your Cowboys players specifically. Uh, I just don't think – that he's going to have enough firepower to keep up with you this week. And especially Tom Brady against the Giants, he's going to want to get that Tampa Bay team right. 
I just feel like they're going to have a good performance this week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards you. And I feel like um, – yeah, I just feel like Super Mario Sunshine, this is going to be uh, them coming back down to earth. Thank you, comrades. <laughs> the, <laughs> point of information. <laughs> Privileged moment. Um, so the one thing I'm backing on is Eliza Mitchell busted his finger. He might be out this week. And I have that's why I have Wilson starting right now. Um, so that could be a big swing uh, in projected points. That's what I'm hoping for. But uh, thank you, comrades. <laughs> Point of information, please keep laughing to a minimum as we move on to everything is fine versus the Hobbits. Calvin, you are projected to lose this week, uh, 134 to 120. You do have a player in play. It is Kyle Pitts. Unfortunately, the Falcons are doing a whole lot of nothing again. The game is currently 13-0 in the fourth quarter. So uh, not the performance we like here, but maybe they'll be thrown a little bit. Um, but again, your team, you know, going up against, you have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill going up against the Dallas defense. Uh, we've talked about this. I think Sean and I are both in agreement, as you as well, Calvin, would probably say, I trust the Cowboys defense more than I trust the Chiefs defense uh, this week, definitely. But I will say Tyreek Hill is a dangerous matchup against Diggs, if Diggs is on him, I don't know. I am curious to see just with the fact that Diggs is very aggressive and Tyree Kill, you know, could see a double move here. And once he gets by you, um, I think that could be big. Devontae Smith uh, has been fantastic. He's projected 11, but I could definitely see him going above that. He's had 20 the last two weeks. So I think 11 is probably a little bit low. I'm not sure if Sleeper knows something here. You know, maybe, uh, you know, Saints defense has been good at times. You're starting Trevor Simeon. Again, I don't really know what he what he's able to do. He's kind of hit or miss. He's coming off some pretty good weeks, actually. Again, they get some upsets against Tampa, and but then they lose to Atlanta. So, again, I don't know the identity of the Saints. Uh, and then I look at some of the X factors for the Hobbits and what I like this week. Um, I like Josh Jacobs against Cincinnati. Uh, Thielen and Jefferson. Green Bay's got a tough defense. Uh, they just shut down Russell Wilson, although he was coming off being hurt. Uh, but I feel like the Vikings offense at this point is a lot better than the uh, Seahawks is. Um, so uh, the team wise, I like you better, Calman. I'm, I'm I actually, I'm looking at this and yeah, I mean, I guess it's really Jordan Howard. He, uh, Sleeper only has him at three. I don't know. Is Miles Sanders back this week? Uh, he may know? be back, but I mean, I feel like they're going to keep running Jordan Howard, especially in, uh, you know, the red zone quite a bit. So, yeah, I mean, he's been good, and they, they do like him. Uh, of course, you know, if you've watched Eagles games, you know. Um, so I saw that three, and I was like, that just seems low. Like, where can Calvin make up these points here? Or, you know, where is maybe the Hobbits going to fall down? And, I mean, the Hobbits are a good team. Um, you know, I think a lot of their guys could probably exceed. You know, McCole Hardman against Dallas, that could be a sneaky play. If Dallas really focuses on uh, Tyreek, you know, and Kelsey, they're, they're big issues. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. Hardman really hasn't been the same player he was in past years. And um, it's a tough matchup. I mean, I don't know. I'm rooting for you to lose, Calvin, but um, just because you're <laughs> in my division. But I don't know. I, I kind of have a feeling that you upset again this week. Yeah, I, I feel like, once again, I'm not going to make my pick. But um, I think another reason why Jordan Howard's point total is projected so low is because the Saints do have the number one ranked run defense, I believe. 
Um, so that may have played a role in that scoring. Um, really, I think the, the biggest key here is going to be Trevor Simeon. Uh, I feel like with the with the not as talented quarterbacks, I feel like the Eagles defense has been a lot more aggressive. And when you look at their, you know, the amount of points they've given up, it's not nearly as drastic as when, you know, they're playing Mahomes, Dak, uh, Herbert and Carr um, as it was, you know, the other quarterbacks they played against. So I, I really don't know what Trevor Simeon's going to do. Um, I'm not really sure how much their run defense is you know, going to play a factor. I feel like that was the case last year at some point in time when the Eagles played them. And, you know, we saw what happened during that game. So, um, yeah, it's really going to come down to Mahomes. If Mahomes can have a big game and, you know, even if he doesn't win the game, I just need him to put up a lot of points and preferably to Tyree Kill. And uh, I feel like Devontae Smith is, uh, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like we have, you know, wide receiver one in Philadelphia now. So, uh, it's really exciting to see him and Jalen Hurts growing together. Like that's exactly what I wanted when the season started. I don't care if they don't make the playoffs. I just want to see those two guys start to to mesh and improve. Um, but yeah, it's hard to say. I think the biggest question mark on the team right now is one Patrick Mahomes, which unfortunately affects Tyree Kill, and then you know obviously have the two running backs. Which I mean, it's trying to just pick the right running back combination. I'm not sure if I did or not. Uh, that is definitely, you know, subject to change. But, you know, I'm definitely worried about Herbert and uh, definitely worried uh, about, you know, the quarterbacks on the other side as well. I think they might be a little bit better than um, than uh, Simeon. So hard to say, but I'm hoping for the best. I think the Hobbits overall have the stronger team this week. I don't think Carmen's getting 10 unless he scores a touchdown. I think there's very, very slim chance. He does anything more than like five, right? Uh, so I, I definitely think you win that flex. Um, Howard should score more than three. And Devontae Smith's definitely coming on. Uh, he could light it up for another 20. Um, I think this is going to be closer than what Sleeper suggests. I think the Hobbits edges you out slightly, but I could see this being the closest matchup of the week. That's fair. That's fair. I can see that. Next, we move on to the New Jersey football team against the Wideout University. Again, two teams that are fighting for the playoffs here. Uh, Wideout University desperately needs a win this week. New Jersey football team would love to go above 500. Uh, looking at the matchups here for the football team, you know, Kyler Murray has been hurt. You know, if he plays this week against Seattle, I think he could have a really good game. Uh, Jacoby Myers, we are able to cheat a little bit here, not doing a whole lot this game, uh, low scoring affair in Atlanta, but I do like Zach Ertz against Seattle. I think he could eclipse that nine point, uh, Ryan Tannehill against Houston, uh, you know, fairly easy schedule there, uh, going up against the Houston defense, Stefan Diggs against Indy, uh, Indy's a good team. Um, Stefan Diggs, I I feel like he's been up and down. I really haven't watched as many Buffalo t- you know games as I would like to see. I know he's been uh, he had a big week last week, and other than that, uh, I feel like he's kind of underperformed a little bit. Um, but he could be up or down. I, I could probably see another big game for him. I mean, he's just elite, so you know you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Miles Gaskin against the Jets. Um, who knows with that? You know, not a ton of upside. I feel like even against the Jets there. You know, you're probably looking at like ten, you know, ten or twelve. I don't think he'll really. If, I think if anything, he would not hit that mark. So, not a ton of upside there. I think to to make up points, but uh, it's projected to be a blowout. You know, why not? University's kind of hurting right now. Taylor Heineke, 
in uh, at his starting quarterback position. While he has been okay, again, you know, his ceiling is kind of limited. Um, he's starting, and I had to look this guy up, Ty Johnson. Uh, again, going up against Miami. I don't like that at all. Uh, I don't even know where you found him. And, uh, <laughs> Devontae Adams against Minnesota, that should be high scoring. Austin Eckler is always good. And then uh, another guy, Tyler Johnson. So you have Ty Johnson and Tyler Johnson. Who cares? Um, Michael Pittman, Don Schultz, who's been good this year. Yeah, I don't see any way that um, Christian doesn't get the win this week, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. You know what, man? Why not University? I'm just going to call him Bovine University from now on. <laughs> there is there's nothing special about this team. It's the, the name just does not fit it anymore, and I think I said that last week, and I just want to hammer that home again this week. Uh, it's just it's not a good team. I feel like I feel like he'll be lucky if he wins another game this season because I mean, damn, I just don't I just don't think they're gonna be doing anything. Yeah, I think uh, I think Christian is going to uh, to take this one for sure. Not even close. Yeah, I'm with you guys. This would be a monumental upset if Wyatt University won. He would need ridiculous performances from like Pittman and and Wentz to put up like 30. And I just don't think this is close. Next matchup gets a little interesting. You know, we have the Poverty franchise against Taylor Maid. Uh, Taylor Maid right now is projected to win by about 15 points, but uh, Poverty franchise just got a little bit of a boost in the way of Mac Jones, who is, you know, of course, already playing. And um, hold on, let me go back here. Let me bring the trade up. We were just talking about it. He's getting um, Scary Terry and Mac Jones. And he lost Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, Keenan Allen. So you got to think that it's throwing me off because it's showing. <laughs> I'm looking here. I still see Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, <laughs> but then oh, he's on got his bench. But yeah, then he's so got the- Terry McLaren in. So it threw me off as to who got what. <laughs> so so because they're playing right now, like he's still on their roster technically, but he's off the roster. If, if you go into the app, I don't know if you're viewing it on your phone or on the, the desktop. Um, but yeah, if you view it in desktop. Okay, yeah. So if you view it in the phone, it'll say that Matt Ryan is off roster. Um, if you go to that matchup, it should. Let me go to it. Yeah, so, so Matt Ryan will say off roster. It says he's on there just in case he played him tonight. He would The points would go to Alexander and he'd be on there. But... Um, He's technically not on the roster. He's just there for the sake of in case he played. Gotcha. It threw me off as I'm looking at it. So thank you for the explanation, Sean. Um, Yeah, so he got a little bit boosted here. You know, Justin Fields against Baltimore. Baltimore is a good team. And then you got Tua against the Jets. Dolphins are probably going to run the ball a lot. We'll see. I don't know what Joe Flacco is going to look like. That You know, if he puts up points, you know, then obviously Tua is going to be a little bit more valuable because they'll have to throw. Um, overall, I mean, as we talked about many times, Brandon's core is very good. And he picked up Allen Robinson, who was in free agency. You know, I looked at him as well and eyeballed him. He's just been so bad. Um, but I mean, he is, he, he should have, you know, he should be rostered, I think, um, compared to some of the other free agents we have. Um, Sterling Shepard, uh, Christian Kirk, Darren Waller, Gibson. Again, these aren't the guys that are going to win for him. It's going to be Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon. The benefit 
that gets strapped gets this week is Cooper Cup is on a bye. So this is the week that you want to play Brandon. Um, for Poverty Franchise, you know, Dalvin Cook, Najee, very formidable running backs here. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you can't trust him. Scary Terry going up against Carolina should have a good game. TJ Hawkinson, I would look to have a bounce-back game after Cleveland just got shredded. Uh, Adrian Peterson, basically useless at this point unless he scores a touchdown. And again, this is the interesting part. We have Tua against Joe Flacco because Poverty Franchise is starting Joe Flacco in a second or in a super flex position. I don't know. I, I don't know what he could do. Flacco is proven to be good. Uh, he's proven to be capable, but those days I think are long behind him. 15 sounds about right, but I really don't know what to make of that. Uh, with that said, um, unless Flacco really blows up, I think I would lean Taylor made. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like Taylor made has this one as well. I'm not super high on Tua. Uh, I feel like there's something off of that Dolphins offense, and I feel like there's something a little off of Tua. Um, he has, you know, some signs of life. Uh, obviously, he led that um, that victory last week after uh, Jacoby got hurt, but uh, I'm not super high on him. Um, and of course, Daniel Jones, I'm not super high on either, especially going up against Tampa Bay, which I think they're going to try to have a big bounce back game. Um, I feel like just overall, though. Uh, I do feel like I like Brandon's team. I feel like there's too many players on the poverty franchise that you just can't rely on. Um, and I guess Joe Flacco is a better alternative to Matt Ryan at this point. Um, so I guess that's why obviously Matt Ryan's no longer on the team. Um, but I don't, I honestly don't understand why the jets one traded for Joe Flacco and two, why they're playing Joe Flacco when at this point, if Wilson's not ready to go, just see what Mike White can do. Yeah. If he continues to suck, then at least you know. But I mean, are they trying to avoid like a quarterback controversy by putting Flacco in there? Like, what's the point? So, yeah, I think that he's not going to do great. I mean, there's a chance maybe he'll have like a, a decent game. But uh, yeah, him and Adrian Peterson and, uh, and Jones, I just, yeah. I feel like there's just not enough uh, there's not enough consistency in the lineup. I think that you know to compete with Taylor Mead. So I think Taylor Mead's going to take this one. Yeah, this is going to be an upset if Poverty Franchise pulls it off because Taylor Mead's got the better team right now. He's Poverty Franchise is going to need you know Cole Harris to each put up over twenty, McLaurin to put up at least fifteen, Hawkinson's going to put up double digits. I don't see Peterson doing anything unless he scores, like Dakota said. Um. It's it's his team's gonna have to pop off because it's just not like you guys said. There's not enough contributors or consistency across the board here. Uh, I'm gonna give the edge to Taylor Made for sure. And then we have our EFFL Primo Hoagies game of the week. We have the big chunky Ben at three and seven against the Goodfellas at three and seven. Two teams fighting in a struggle for survival. As Fadil and Josh Allen take on Jeff and Leonard Fournette with the loser eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, as we mentioned, this is why you don't want to play Fadil uh, this last stretch of games. He's projected 147 points against oh <laughs> <laughs> the good fellas. Josh Allen, a healthy, well, I think Nick Chubb's got COVID, so I guess he's not healthy, um, but, or I think he's still on the watch. He's still got the watch symbol there. I don't know if he's playing or not. I think they're saying he could play. DeAndre Swift, 
David Johnson, uh, or I'm sorry, Deontay Johnson, uh, DJ Moore, uh, T. Higgins, George Kittle. Uh, it, list goes on and on. Anyway, everybody on his team is projected in the double digits this week, and um, he's going up against the good fellas who ha- has not been good recently. Russell Wilson has not been very good. Antonio Brown might be in jail for faking a back scar or something. I don't know. Uh, Tyler Lockett um, goes with Russell Wilson. He's a deep threat. If he doesn't catch a deep ball, you know, that's a lot of his value there. And uh, we almost had a trade earlier in the season, by the way. Uh, I would have been sending Chris Godwin for Tyler Lockett. So giving you a little uh, peek behind, you know, pulling the curtain back here a little bit. And I uh, decided to decline that trade. But, um, yeah, I mean, I I think just Fidel's team just seems on a war path this week. I think his ceilings are a lot higher than the Goodfellas. I just don't – I'm sorry, don't just don't think the Goodfellas are that good of a team right now uh, for fantasy. And uh, I think Big Chunky Ben is starting to get hot and could tear up this last half of the season or last quarter of the season. So I think that the Goodfellas is going to have a good week this week. However – and I'm just going to throw this out here. I think Big Chunky Ben is going to break the scoring record for this year, um, this week. I feel like 147 is actually a pretty big underprojection as to what the team could potentially do. Um, big matchup here I'm looking at is, uh, you know, Chubb, if he is out of uh, COVID protocol, I'm not sure what the status of that is. Um, if he's out of that, him going up against Detroit, uh, he could easily get 30 points in that game. Um, and then obviously Josh Allen, I feel like he could do some serious damage, uh, Kurt cousins. It really just depends which Kurt cousin shows up, but, um, he's been looking pretty good. So there's just a, a lot of firepower in this lineup. And I mean, heck, I think Fidel might move up to fourth in, uh, in the yearly scoring total, uh, after this week. So guess we'll see what happens. I like that hot take uh, comment about Fidel breaking the scoring record. Um, it's a nice bold take. I, I think this is going to be a shootout. I, you know, I, Jeff finally seems to have a healthy team. AB and, and Gronk were out for a while, and they were really helping him out early on. Um, that was like the, the the anchor of his team. Uh, Wilson's back. He was like back in spirit last week, but he <laughs> got five points because he was definitely not healthy. Um, so I think Jeff's going to put up points. I think a lot more than 50 he's been putting up in the past several weeks. Um, but overall, I think Fidel's team is too strong and I think he's going to boat race Jeff, uh, in a shootout. Um, and he, I think he definitely will be the highest scorer this week. There you have it. There's a lot of pressure. The EFFL podcast just put on you, Fidel. So we'll see if you're able to, you know, come to the table here. But uh, that is it for the projections this week. So I guess we'll see a lot of bold predictions, some good matchups here as the season winds down. You know, playoff race is in full effect here, and uh, it should be a good one to end. So uh, with that, guys, if you made it this far, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Congratulations, Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah.